0: Good morning, good morning, good morning on this awesome Sunday morning here from the Western Cape Bend. welcome to all our Lovedal family and everybody from wherever you are watching this morning. We just want to say welcome. What an honor that we can be with you in your home <laughs> to serve you this morning because ministry is about serving Greatness never comes where you're positioned. Greatness comes from the level you are serving. And that's what we are here for. Oh, my word. And through all the storms and all the things that's happening at big LWPC. Now, already at 7.30 this morning, there was a prayer walk. And then 8 o'clock, our Afrikaans service at uh the conference center, and then uh, 9.30 it starts also, the English service, and then at 10 o'clock we have at the Hadassah our Afrikaans service, and then at LWPC this morning, three services going on in different campus uh, venues there on the campus because of the limited attendance, and then 12.30 today, we will be in Bonnie Bray, oh Jesus have mercy, and then 6 o'clock tonight back on this platform. Now we also broadcast on uh, Christ Cake at 10.30 and um, now we're so thankful and grateful for what God has done. The fact this morning that you open your eyes, God's got a plan for your life and we are in the second weekend of August. And we are talking about the theme is, let thy will be done. Somebody say, and it's a hard thing to, because our human nature wants to be in control. And we love to be in control. And it comes out very, like you constipated sometimes. Hard to say it. Let thy will be done. That's where Jesus was praying in Gethsemane. And last week, we start off that actually, what Jesus did was that he, where the first mishap happened in the Garden of Eden, the first place where Jesus starts shedding his blood to fulfill the prophecy of Genesis chapter 3, where God himself spoke and he said, The seed of the woman. He's going to crush your head. (laughs) Now, this is where Jesus starts shedding his blood so that we can submit our will under his will. Why? God knows the end from the beginning. And uh, so last Sunday night, we start with the word, here I am. (laughs) Now, when you can pray that prayer, here I am, and I'm going to show you and just uh, capture again what we said last Sunday and then go on to other people in the Bible that had the word, here I am. Because that's one of the most powerful statements you can make in your life. And then Jesus after he said, Father, if it's your will, let this cup pass me by. Jesus was praying in human form what his will was because he faced the agony of, the pain, all the sin of the world, all the poverty, all the calamities, all the wars, everything. Oh, my Jesus. And if you know where LWPC is, it's a war zone there at the moment. But there's church. <laughs> now, listen. And that's where Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. That's the greatest key. Because a lot of people that say, I serve God. Only serve him as the saviour. I accepted Jesus and it's like I have a ticket. I'm going to heaven. But there's not a lot that say, Lord, I make you Lord over my life. That means I come out under my control, my will, under his control, where his will will be done in our lives. Now, that is a phenomenal statement When we talk about this, because in Jesus' vocabulary for the three and a half years he was preaching, 33 and a half years walking on the face of the earth, and at the age of 30 start preaching, was two words, come, if you are heavy laden, if your burdens are so heavy, come, my yoke is easy. Oh my, I will give you rest. And because Jesus understands what was to be human. And then the next words is go. <laughs> now, we love the come section, but we hate the go section. Now, this is phenomenal when we look at this because here I am is what we talk about. Uh, because if you can understand for his will to let go, or come in my life and my world to let go, I have another dimension I need to walk in because God never created me, saved me, have me on the face of the earth, not to do anything. (laughs) The Bible says that's why we are co-laborers with God. And Jesus said, just as my father has sent me, I send you. That's a great statement Jesus made. See, we love this big revelations and and all the stuff and the prophetic. Now I am in for the prophetic. I can tell you for our prophets that prophesied, my life, and it came to pass. Word, I can tell you times by the grace of God, when I deliver a word to somebody, it came to pass. Now, now we're not here to be left by prophecy. Every word comes from the mouth of God will always take you back. Let thy will be done. If you don't read in between the lines, let thy will be done. God, it's your will. And here I am. Then make question marks about that prophetic word. And I hope I help somebody right now. Because Romans chapter 14, verse 7. For none of us, none of us. Lives for ourselves. Now, that's one thing that I've seen during the lockdown time (laughs) that people, uh, there's a separation between the ones that live for themselves and the ones that don't live for themselves. Now, that's where the nature of Jesus is. He never lived for himself. And that's what you were saved and created for. He says in verse 8, if we live, we live for the Lord. Wow. If we live, we live for the Lord. Somebody say it. Say, if I live, I live for the Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, now, the question was last week, what does it mean when I say, here I am? It means I am available. Say Available. Available. God's not looking for the superstars. He's looking for availability. How available am I? What will keep me away of being available for God and his kingdom? That's the only thing. Now, most of you know that my sister passed on Wednesday and suddenly, and and I was thinking afterwards, and man, there's only one family that lives for eternity with you. It's the body of Christ. Our own family dies. People, friends dies. and But the, the family of God, we're going to spend eternity together. That's going to last forever. That's why when you are in Christ. now, now And then we, we, we use the example that what happens when I say, God, here I am. Number one, I make a sacrifice. I never thought I could make. Now we use the example of Abraham last Sunday night and how God spoke God. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 22, and God tested Abraham. Now the word tests you. Now what God was not after Isaac, he was after Abraham's heart. And the testing comes, Sunday comes and Giving time comes And instruction time of God comes Because the word test me My level of revelation Will be the level of my operation God doesn't need people That God is just a sightline business (laughs) Or you can date something else Come on people (laughs) Now you can date somebody else Don't worry I didn't disappear now (laughs) <laughs> and have God you on the sideline. He said, no, love the Lord your God with all of your heart. Wow. All of your mind with all of your strength. That's action. That now, when the attorney asked Jesus about this question, he says, do these words and love your neighbor as yourself. Listen, hangs the whole prophet and all the law. In other words, the beginning point, the beginning point of life hangs on this. I can prophesy without love. I can preach without love. I can preach without having a, (laughs) a word of here I am. Then I'm just a motivational speaker or a public figure. But when I say here I am, you will not live for yourself. You will live for God, because when every system, everything fails you, God will never fail you. Now, now here is the thing. This morning, when Abraham said, God called him Genesis 22, verse one and two. And sometime later, God tested Abraham. Now He said to him, Abraham, and he says, Here I am. Now, then God gave him instruction. Every time when we say, here I am, the instruction is, just as my father has sent me, I send you. At a time Jesus was praying. Now, that words he said after his death and resurrection. Now, what words is the most important? Your last words. (laughs) Your last words is more important than any other word you've said And I think I said it last week, you will only be known for one of two things in life. The problems you created or the solutions you brought to problems. The world is in a problem situation. And God's only mechanism, his only vehicle is his church, his people. That's why the local church is so important And to belong to a family is important, and to live out my life mission is important because I have a life mission. So, what God was telling Abraham, because when Abraham was ready to slaughter the son, sacrifice him, then every promise God made was released through that. Abraham had to discover what's in his own heart. Where was he? Is it Isaac or is it God? And then when God saw it's not Isaac, it's not money, it's not a car, it's not a house, it's not fame, it's not how important I am, it's not my title, it's God first. He said, now that I know that you love me more than anything, he says, I will release every blessing I gave unto you. That's phenomenal. Now we ask the question God, can't you release the blessing without the sacrifice? No. Because I said right in the beginning, how human nature is, we want to be in control. And oh God, I can give you a push, but I want to be no, 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 that's not what God said. I want to be in control. I want you to be led by the Holy Spirit. Oh my word, you've heard me saying over and over, the father was looking for a family, that's why Adam and Eve came, and the son was looking for a bride, and the Holy Spirit for a temple, and you qualify for all of them, hallelujah. Now, let me carry on this morning, so we understand it's a, daily sacrifice say it's a daily here i am because what does the enemy works with options that's why i need to arm my thoughts <laughs> if my thoughts are arm him who who are crucified or suffered for you after the flesh arm your thoughts with christ come on somebody then you'll walk in the fullness and it's a daily choice Now, now, this morning, we're going to the second thing because what if I say, here I am? And uh, now Jesus made the statement also in Matthew chapter 10 and 39. And he says, whoever finds their life will lose it. Whoever finds his life, will lose it and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it Now, this is a very interesting statement Jesus made do you know we spend our whole life chasing something running after something to find out who we are we try to find out what is life's mission I'm a police officer, a medical doctor, a medical nurse. I'm a motor mechanic. And I'm an attorney, a judge. What, 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 who am I? And we chase for our whole lives to find out <laughs> where do I fit in? Isn't that amazing? You try, and then we try to make it happen. And <laughs> then we start chasing things. That's a very interesting statement I've made. I've seen the great men and women of God who had such potential. when they start chasing things years ago, in a midnight service, it could be in the yeah, in the early '80s, we took over a bottle store on Station Street number one and to convert that in a church. Oh my word, And I remember this two couples came on uh, the New Year's Eve service. And I've never known them, called them out, gave them a word, how God's going to bless them, give them businesses. And in that year, they're going to be so phenomenal. And that word came out word for word. And they served God with us. But after God started prospering and blessed them, oh, my word, overnight, boom, 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 contracts, business, put them in the pound seats, no longer these old cars and, you know, that's strange with people. The moment when they get money, the first thing they buy is a new expensive car. I've learned that a 1000000 rand car can take you exactly <laughs> where a 50,000 second-hand honky donkey can take you. And a Rolex watch gives you the same time as the Chinatown watch. Now, because we as human beings chase things, Now it's good. God is not against you having things if you use it for his glory. But to chase things, to make a statement, to find out who you are is the problem. Because you try to find your life and then lose it. I know people that were multi-billionaires that lost a lot of stuff because they tried to find it. They move away from the plan of God, move away from God's divine will for their lives. And, uh, but now Jesus doesn't stop there with the statement. He says, listen, but it is when you <laughs> make the sacrifice. Oh, my word, to trust him, to give your will and make it his will. To let your His will be done. And you can say every day, if you feel like it or don't feel like it, here I am. Now, every time when you tell God, here I am, South Africa's going to be at the place. Here I am. Hear the word of the Lord. <laughs> South Africa, as quick as all this junk in the trunk came, so quick it's going to leave. And you're going to see the mighty move of God like we've never seen because there's coming a harvest of souls. It was yesterday, I don't know how many years ago, when uh, this prophet had this word from God. He died, and God said, I'm sending you back. And uh, Bob Jones, and the Lord said, Man, because to prepare my people for a uh, one billion. Harvest of souls of young people. <laughs> I'm so excited for what God's gonna do. Listen, with all these things that we are facing, I'm excited that God had a word. And that word is a now word. Say it's a now word. It's while we're waiting on God, God said, oh, I gonna. When I gave him the word in the 70s, I was already waiting on you. <laughs> so God was waiting for 25 years of Abraham and Sarah to agree with him. In the 24th year, in that beginning of the 25th year, when Abraham and Sarah's names were changed and they agreed with God within nine months, Isaac came forth. That's the same with your life. You can try to chase things. Work it out. Now that same people that uh, the one backslid because suddenly they had this money. The other couple left the church and they say, no, we cannot serve God with poor people. And they had a car accident. And the lady phoned her sister. And she said, man, if we were at your church still, we could have come with our old little bucky, our old truck. But now that we're in that church, there's only BMWs and Mercedes-Benzes in that parking lot. We cannot go there with our bucky. We stay at home. And when this lady told me what her sister said, I said, listen, they have just (laughs) pick a stick for their own behinds. They're going to get a hiding. It was not long. Calamity hit, not because I said it, but because if you try to find your life, you're going to lose it. But when you sacrifice your life, and that's Jesus' own words in the amplified in red letters speaking to you, he says, but listen, (laughs) but him that loses his life for my sake will find it. (laughs) It's time to find your life in your life mission. Now, this is phenomenal. Phenomenal. When we start chasing things and try to work out life, it's when you make that sacrifice. Abraham had to make the sacrifice of losing <laughs> to find his life that the blessings will be released. Come on, somebody. Now, it is the, the parallel that comes out of that. Jesus sacrifice his life (laughs) because what happens is when I lose my life and I gave it over to Jesus and I lose my life for his sake I lose my ambitions and that ugly visions that we chase and don't care who you hurt and I had a minister he told me he said I want a mega church and I don't care who I trample on to get it and I said son from today on I want nothing to do with you because I am not in for that. You cannot trample on people. Now ask me, read my lips, where's that young preacher? He had potential. Oh my word. Nowhere. <laughs> Churches in the market. They're busy selling. Away from his wife. All the junk happened. Why? He tried to find his life and his identity in things and in chasing and to be important and connected to pride. I preached with a group of preachers here in the velodrome and I was the keynote speaker and after the service, I want to hear about the salvations and the miracles. They talk about the expensive shoes and suits and their cars and I sat there and I thought, dear Jesus, here I'm sitting with my pep store shoes 999. If the sun shines on them your feet burn and stink. And they talk about then the one guy said, "My shoes are more expensive than your car's monthly payment." It's from Italy, and I thought, "Blow Italy, blow this, blow that." That's not you're gonna lose your life. Ask me where are they today? In trouble, because the principle Jesus gave his life, his sacrifice. Now (laughs) he made a sacrifice, and then he was resurrected. And the blessing was released because every person on the face of the earth this morning that lived his or her life's mission, come on somebody, that was significant, that was significant, successful, effective. Now I don't only use the word success because you can be successful and miserable. I said significant, successful. That's when you are really when you're significant and effective. Listen, they had a moment where they said to God, "Let Thy kingdom come, not my will, Your will be done." And Lord, here I am. Oh my word! This is the most phenomenal prayer you can ever pray in your life, because then you're losing your life for his sake, and then when he gets hold of you, he can promote you, your gifts can make room, but your character will keep you, I've seen people, and we've invited people once, and then I said never again, because they had so much arrogance and pride, and they were gifted, I mean they can stand on their heads, and whistle the anthem through their big toes, but that doesn't impress me, it's when the meekness of God, and how teachable I am, now I said every person that lived his or her life mission listen oh my word said thy will be done and they made sacrifices because sacrifices comes before the blessing I was busy developing property in the Gauteng area and Benoni area years ago in the 70s and uh, Oh, my word, it was about 78, 79 and uh, busy building apartments and a new church. And, and uh, I came to Cape Town. Of course, you know, all my family is most on the Detroit side is here and Dutch reform dominies. And I came to fetch the children. They were here on a holiday thing. And uh, I preached in a little church next to the N1 with a handful of people, old petrol station that people convert in a church, it's still there today, and uh, so I left, went back, long story short, this Auntie Blomiki, Auntie Blom, she keeps on phoning me, she said, the Lord said, you're the man that needs to come because they don't had a pastor, and I said, get behind me, Satan, I'm here settled, I'm here preparing for old age, I'm not going I'm going to build this church. And we had a congregation in that area and doing well. And uh, then she phones me again. We were praying and the Lord said, you the man. And uh, that time I had very nice and expensive cars years ago. It was cheap, don't worry. And uh, I had a Jaguar XJ6. And uh, in Jeppe Street in Joburg, take a turn. And the car backfired, and flames and smoke came out of the hood. And there was a person, my sister, that just passed on. She sat next to me and she said, when the flames and things, I said, yes, I'll go, I'll go. And she said, what craziness, because they know I'm quite crazy with God. What craziness is this? Yes, I said, can't you see the bush is burning? God tries to get my attention. And uh, then I had to leave everything behind because that brings me to the second thing. When I say here I am, listen, I face a fear. Oh, my word. (laughs) I never thought I could face. This is very interesting. I face a fear that I never thought I could face. Now, this is phenomenal. We end up here in 1980, December. I let hand everything over, came to nothing. We came here in a very poor community. And we moved in Strat Number 7. That was the most expensive house in Kreifontaine. That times, you can rent a house for 75 rand. Houses cost 7,500. We rent a house for 200 and something rand. And it was expensive, but there was no income. And I can tell you within three months, God gave us a church pack, a small church pack with capacity. Some of them are viewing. and There's still some people here, Mecca Lotter with us from 1981. And Priscilla and Ann and, oh my word, and, and Yaku Lotter and them. And Walter was born in this church. And uh, what people still, they were so... Uh, uh, Anna uh Romburg and them that came before they moved to uh, Ho- Hopetown, uh, Hopefield. They all came. They were here from day number one, how God sent people in. Now, this is the thing. Here we have a Jacob experience. Now, we know Jacob's history. <laughs> he was, Jacob means schemer. And he schemed his brother out of his birthright. Turn to somebody, say, never give up your birthright. And that's where with uh, soup, lentil soup, because Esau was hungry and he didn't care. And Jacob schemed him. And then Jacob schemed him out of his blessing. His mother dressed him up and put some animal skin on him. And uh, oh my word. <laughs> And when the father had to bless him, uh, he first blessed Jacob and he thought it was Esau. And uh, then uh, Jacob had to start running and then he had an experience with God. Now, whenever (laughs) you answer God, here I am, God's immediately going to wake you up to what you were designed for, planned for, created for. And what God expects you to do. That's a phenomenal thing. Have you ever read in Proverbs many other plans in a man's heart? But only the purposes of God will prevail. There's a way that seems right. But the end of that road, the end of that thought, the end of that mindset leads to death. Because it's only God's purpose. That will prevail. I have an urgency in my spirit. Now, since my sister died on Wednesday, that was the 38th person. And most of them that died was pastors. And since Tossie died until today, there's another couple. They were married a month. He died. The devals. Listen. Oh, my gosh. And young people. Other boys start coughing. And a pastor. this, This past week after Tossie. And uh, went to hospital and died. He had coronavirus. And uh, so many people, if you open up, you see they... Now, we pass the foot of people I know personally. Now, what you tried, there's an urgency in my heart that we cannot waste time because the three things in life, with your life mission, you must understand your identity. You must understand your purpose. And time. That's the three things Satan wants to mess up. If you miss one, you can know your identity, you know your purpose. But if you waste time, (laughs) you cancel everything. And this is what happened here with Jacob. Because (laughs) what Jacob had to discover is and what God was dealing with him. He said, my name is Jacob. I am a schemer. <laughs> because in Genesis 48 4, he says, and God spoke to Israel. That was now Jacob. He had a, an encounter with God and God changed his name from schemer, <laughs> Afrikaans Bedrier, from schemer to Israel, the overcomer. <laughs> you are not a Jacob, the worm. You are a Israel, the overcomer. What did he have to discover? And listen what he answered, Jacob, Jacob. God called his name twice, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, here I am. Wow. And then God said, I am God. (laughs) The God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt. At a time, Abraham wants to go down. God said, don't go to Egypt. Then Isaac wants to go. God said, no, 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 don't stay in Gerar. But here God spoke now. (laughs) <laughs> to Jacob and he said to Jacob go to Egypt for I will make you into a great nation I will go I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back oh my word Jacob face his greatest fear and that's the fears we need to deal with Because in that fear aspect, when God tells you to do something, uh, you have a lot of things that goes through your mind. God said, I called you to share the good news. God, I want to be an engineer. God, I want to be this. God, I want to. God said, and we start facing our greatest fear. And here Jacob had to conquer his fear. Because remember, he had now a lump. As a sign, he wrestled with God. And the Lord said, oh, my word, he said, for I will make you your life into a great, I will make you into a great nation. I will go down to Egypt with you and I will surely bring you back. Jacob discovered two things. Who he is? (laughs) He thinks he's, he said, I acknowledge I'm a schemer. But also who God wants you to be. What God sees you out of God's perspective. And it's going to cost faith. Because faith is the foundation. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, 38. The just shall live by faith. Not from one miracle to another miracle. Not from one paycheck to another paycheck. Not from one meal to another meal. Uh, They shall live constant from by faith. By believing God's word above the circumstances. He said he discovered who he is and then what God wants him to do. When you answer, God, here I am, you will discover who he is and what God wants you to do. And that is the most phenomenal. And then God shared his life mission. Turn to somebody, say, I have a life mission to fulfill. And it starts with, Here I am. Until you say, here I am, you can have so many prophecies that you carry a fender trailer behind you, behind with all the promises and all the prophecies. That's what people, I have this prophecy. I said, okay. Somebody said, give me a word. I need another word. I said, hear the word of the Lord. The Lord said, go and do the first thing I ever told you to do. (laughs) They don't want to hear that. (laughs) Now, I know it's not you listening. I know it's the other people and you see, this is the thing. Sacrifice comes before the blessing. And that day when we start this church, I can see the blessing. The blessing. I had to embrace what God's assignment was. I had, I had other plans and I had to let go of my will so that his will can come. And today we can see what God does. Now, <clears throat> And family. Now, when you make a sacrifice, when you face your fears, oh my word! And uh, the third thing is, I see a miracle I never thought I would see. This is Moses now. Now here is an awesome story, and uh, every person I mentioned today. The life mission starts with here I am. And not once, daily, daily, here I am. Now listen, this is phenomenal. (laughs) It starts with let thy will be done. Now, (laughs) Moses wouldn't see all these miracles that he saw if he didn't (laughs) say here I am. When he didn't say, God, I let go of my will. Now, there in Genesis 46, from verse 2 to 4, and God spoke to Israel in a vision. <clears throat> no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> he will see a miracle. And in Exodus chapter 3, 4, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him, that's the bush burning. From within the bush. Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Oh my word, do not come any closer. God said, take off your sandals. For the place where you are standing is holy ground. Now what Moses was saying, here I am. God says, because you said, here I am. Moses, here is your life mission. <laughs> God knows the end from the beginning. He will never give you instruction to harm you. Every instruction of God is profitable so that you can break through in dimensions you've never been in before. Now I'm closing with Moses and there's uh, a few more that we need to, to uh, flow in and to understand Because over and over and over in the Bible, Moses gave up the place. (laughs) Listen, this is phenomenal. Because when the Lord said to him, he said, here I am out of the burning bush. Now, (laughs) then Moses had a lot of questions. And maybe that's the questions you ask this morning. I had a lot of questions myself, and uh, we need to understand, because the Bible says, "Seek and know how God thinks." <laughs> Matthew 6:33. Because it's God's way of doing things. When every time when you say, "Here I am," God's going to reveal to you His plan for your life, and he's got a big plan. And for all of us, it's the same plan. You become a new creature. He made you an ambassador. Come on, somebody. (laughs) And he sent you in the life mission to represent his kingdom, to be what God has called you to be. Go and make disciples of all nations. Now listen, the four questions that Moses had, and I know that questions this morning so far, comes up in your mind because your mind when we don't think as God thinks and you have the right to think as God thinks always these questions will come up because here I am and the here I am God said I've got an assignment for you <laughs> and Moses said then the four questions who am I now <laughs> Who am I to do this? Now the questions, the excuses comes. And excuses operates in the natural, never in the spirit. When God said, do this, do the next thing. I instruct you to do that. (laughs) Oh, love your Lord, your God with everything you have. Then we say, who am I, Lord? (laughs) Now listen, to do this. And uh, because... (laughs) the six life ministries to unlock greatness had to flow out of every person. Now he said, who am I to do this? Because God said, now I'm going to send you. And God gave him the signs. He staffed him into a snake and put your hand in your bosom and he pulled it out and it was leprosy and put it back and it was healed and Take the snake by the tail and turn in his staff again. So God confirmed with miracles and signs and wonders. And he said, (laughs) now this is the four things that Moses wrestled with and most of us wrestle with this. Who am I? God said, I've called you for the nations. I called you to go and make disciples. I've called you to be a world changer. I've called you to be an atmosphere changer because you have the greatest miracle on the face of the earth. It's not the dead race, the cripple walk, come on, somebody, the blind that see, or supernatural money manifest, or supernatural debt cancellation. The greatest miracle is to say, here I am, to go and make disciples come on somebody you are the greatest miracles one lost now saved and he said the second thing now who are you God (laughs) oh my word God who are you are you really the one because we doubt God sometimes with great assignments The greatest challenges I had in my life was when God told me to do the greatest sacrifices give away a hundred thousand, give away the scar, give away that things, give away, give, bring that because I know the point of Abraham. I know the point (laughs) we have Moses when God said, I've got a great assignment. And then the thing is, God, what about them? what what's the people gonna say when I say yes what's the people gonna say because we want to fit in a certain status quo we want to uh, uh, I've learned I tried to take callings out of Cryfontein millions of times and I took a calling to Murray in Namibia and the offers they made to me is when I was driving a car with wire from the carburetor through the window as a petrol cable and they make offer me a Mercedes and this beautiful parsonage with all the antiques and everything and that night when I walked into the foyer I heard the voice of God what do you think you are doing here oh my word you see this is the questions Moses had what's other people gonna say (laughs) my friends my husband my wife, my parents, my children, what are they going to say? Because we always try to figure out what about them. And then Moses had another question God, what about my weakness? He threw his weakness in. I'm stutter. I, I, my name is. A mum, mum. <laughs> I will also stutter suddenly when the bush burns. <laughs> And God spoke out of the bush. He said, oh, 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 "I start. I, I, I can." The Lord said, "Oh, for your excuse, I've made a provision. I'm sending your brother Aaron with you." Now this is where we many times short circuit what God wants to do when your excuses overrule the will of God. The greatest miracles is activated when. Your willingness connects with what God will. Come on, somebody. Because we say, Lord, how about this? My faults, my mistakes. Oh, Lord, I messed up there. And I, God said, don't worry. I've taken care of that. It's forgiven. I don't even think about that. Because the Lord said, he said, Lord, I don't think I can do it. I flew. I I, I, I was the one that hit that Egyptian I was uh, in the household, a son of Pharaoh, but I had a heart of Israel. And then he said, Lord, and now after he had that experience, he said, Lord, I have Egyptian brains <laughs> with a heart now after you. God said, don't worry, I've made provision for every excuse. Every excuse you have this morning. Listening, the coronavirus, I'm too old, I cough, I don't have uh Lord. God said, I've made we are living in the time when the the the, the alarm, the chauffeur of God is blowing to get the disciple makers in action. Go and make disciples of all. That's what the, these things will be birth out of the, the out of the dead carcass of the lion. Come, sweet honey. Come on, somebody. <laughs> you, we say a oh, God, maybe somebody else. God, I was not. No, God said, I called you to go and make disciples of all nations. Come on, somebody. Teach them, baptize them. Oh my word, and then activate them. That's God's assignment. <laughs> Say maybe God I, I'm not gonna uh, I'm sending you there to love the oh Lord, they sow blood of poor people, they've got a crazy pastor <laughs> The Lord said, that's exactly where I want you because where what is God's will is God's bull. I've learned that in my life. now what if Moses had the what ifs in line? <laughs> it's through the thing that we need to do. Let thy will be done. That's what Jesus prayed in Gethsemane. Each of these characters I used this morning was characters that had an experience. Abraham. It was then also Jacob. They had to let go of their will so that God's will can manifest through them. Now, ladies and gentlemen and family, God's will is always greater and better than our will. Because the questions Moses Moses asked was, Who am I? Who are you, God? What about them? (laughs) What's the people going to think? And how about this? My weakness, my faults, my shortcomings. Can I tell you a secret? And You promise not to gossip. I'm not perfect. I made seven billions mistakes in my life. And I still do. But the grace to run this race is, God, I'm sorry, forgive me. I had a temper and sometimes that thing jumps out of the grave. I mean, I can get so angry when I look at a spoon, it can bend. (laughs) And I had to deal with my flesh. Because my will was, God, I don't want all this. And I've learned I, I, I can maybe help somebody after serving God. 51 years from 1969 November. After 46 years in full-time ministry. Where I've seen we went from weakness to strength from having nothing to impact a community and a nation and the nations of the world. I have learned this is the thing. Here I am. There were times that I said, God, didn't you make a mistake? You may be called somebody else and it God said, no, son. I didn't make a mistake. This is the greatest thing that you can yield to this morning. And the Lord said, what's the people going to, uh, uh, Moses said, what's the people, what about them, Lord, what are they going to say? What's Pharaoh going to say? How many times did you say, what about the church system and the traditions of men? The thing God is doing here, the prophetic word this morning, the thing God is doing is his original intent, his original plan. God didn't create a, <laughs> he said, I'm doing a new thing. It's always his originally planned. The church detours from what God originally had in mind. Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them. Teach them. Come on, people. To love the Lord your God with all of your heart. If you love somebody, it's not difficult to make any high decision. You make lavish sacrifices. That's why in giving, if people stingy in, they threw out the, I said, oh my word, they know him as savior, but not as Lord. When he's Lord, I was flying from, and I'm closing from uh, New York. I'm t- I took a flight years ago to Hawaii. It was here in the end of November, 2007 and uh, got stranded, because in a place, the snow, and uh, the thing battles in my mind, because some people prophesied me dead, that I'm going to die before the end, and they prophesied that I'm going to die before uh, December, that was in October, so here at the end of November, I'm on my way to uh, Hawaii, to minister there, and to be trained in the Haggai Institute, And we got stranded with snow and everything. And I walked and this thing was in my mind. God, how can people say, you're so angry with me, you're going to kill me. And we embark another flight then to Los Angeles, detour the whole thing. To fly from Los Angeles to Hawaii. And in that flight, we were a few passengers. God spoke to me. And he said, this is how we spoke. He said, Judas saw all the signs, wonders, and miracles. He called me Rabboni. He called me Master. But he never made me Lord of his life. That that thing, there's a book that I was busy writing over that. And Anzal said the other day, please start doing these things that you need to do. And the Lord said, a lot of people called me Master and Teacher. But they don't make me Lord he said, that's why they can sell me. Judas Iscariot sold Jesus for the money less than what a brown bread cost today in South Africa. That year, 30 shekels of silver. Because he said, he didn't make him Lord. He was not willing to let his will become God's will. That was why he was with Jesus. And the Bible said, he heard the message. The disciples said, Who will it be, Lord, that will betray you? And Jesus said, Now, Judas, sit on that table. I will put my hand to take the bread with communion time. The one that put his hand after me in, it will be him. And Jesus took the bread. And the next moment, Judas Iscariot put his hand in. And he turned to Judas and he said, What you want to do, do it hastily, do it quickly. Because the question when your excuses overrule God's will, God's assignment for your life, He will only be a Savior. You want to make heaven, but you will never live out God's design for your life to go and make disciples, because if you love Him with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your strength, my God, that means everything when you love him with everything, then money and cars and houses and savings and false teeth and gold in the teeth and permed hair and weeks doesn't count anymore. But God, I ask every day, who do you want me to be a blessing to? God, you're going to do marvelous things on the face of the earth. Please let me be part of it that I can fulfill life's design because your life can be interrupted in a split of a second. Moses tried to throw out his faults. Lord I killed an Egyptian. But God sent him back. Because maybe we say God use that. Well God said no I want to use you. Whenever God asks you to do something. He's always got promotion in store. And it's when I am available. That thing ignites the greatness. Listen that resides inside of you because it's you and God working together to pray this morning this prayer let your kingdom come and let your will be done God I am the vessel (laughs) you are the oil pour it out in me God because you are my ultimate source And I'm here this morning to first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Will you this morning say to God, here am I. My sister that died, I raised her from the dead. She literally died. They shot her. I'll tell more about tonight. She was severely raped and threatened. The man stabbed her in her neck and I've still got the pictures and hit her with the knife over her head. And she went in a depression. I said, Tossie, you have a choice. It's not because you did something wrong. It's because you're incitement with God. And you'll be amazed how many texts I received after she passed. How many people, I never knew it, she brought to church. How many people she impacted. And this is your life mission today. The enemy would love to derail, to steal this word. But are you at the place this morning to say, God, no longer my will, but your will be done. If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, to pray this prayer, say, Lord Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. I come short of the glory of God. I call upon the name of the Lord this morning and I will be saved. Save me, Jesus. And thank you. Put my name in the book of life. Thank you that I'm washed by the blood. I will serve you, God. I will not only serve you as uh, as my Savior, but I make you Lord of all this morning. Come on, people. Pray this prayer. Share with somebody. Get them to tune in tonight, 6 o'clock. I'm going to finish with this message. Here I am. If you need healing, say, by His stripes I'm healed. I have too much of God inside of me to walk with sickness, diseases. If you need a financial miracle, say, I'm a sewer. I'm a giver. I'm going to sew wherever I want to go. I'm giving myself out of my calamity. Hallelujah. So that God can break through like never before. We love you and care about you and thank you this morning that we can visit in your home. Share the word. Win the last for any cost and be the vessel of God. That's the highest form of living your calling, to say, let thy will be done. God bless you and we love you. Gustav II from Loftal International in the Western Cape. On this rainy Sunday today, you are God's champion.